Welcome to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast, where your hosts, Dr. Peter Bolden and Dr. Craig Spodak, help you go next level with your practice, leveraging the four pillars that make a practice bulletproof. Vision, building a dream team, marketing ninja, and financial freedom. Now, let's get into it. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Today, I'm flying solo. Craig had a little bit of a conflict with time, but I'm excited. I've got a new friend of mine on the podcast, Jake Poole. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. Yeah, very excited. I have a a pretty cool audience and talked to you and and got to know you a little bit and really excited about what you're doing. So, so excited to be here. Yeah, so Jake is the, the, the new CEO of of an organization called the dentist, the DEO, which essentially stands for Dentist Entrepreneur Organization. And I was lucky enough to attend um, the most recent one. Jake, you helped me out on the dates. I seems like it's a blur. Yeah, June in Phoenix. Yep. Yeah, June in Phoenix. And it was really cool. And I made a lot of connections, which I can say, I don't always make a ton of connections at some conferences. Um, Maybe that's, maybe that's a me problem, not a, not a them problem, but I made a lot of connections of about people who were just, it was like a like-minded group of, of dentists. And it was from anyone who was, uh, we were talking about this before I hit record, anyone who was, you know, it was maybe guys who had, guys or gals who had one practice, but were looking to go into an entrepreneurial expansion or entrepreneurial mindset. Anywhere from guys like, um, like that had 50 practices, like by themselves, literally 50 practices. So it was a whole gamut of, of everyone and everyone was kind of just bringing like no ego and, and just best practices and really just a, an environment of, of help. And there were some great speakers. So anyway, man, I, 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 you know, when I heard you and got to meet you and you're just a solid guy and you come, you have a great reputation in industry, I really wanted to get you on just to give some, some awareness to folks who might not know about DEO. Yeah, no, I thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. And, and thanks for pointing out um, one of the things that we're most proud of is kind of the, the culture and the atmosphere that happens at our events. It's a uh, very positive, very collaborative. It's um, forward thinking. It, we, we, we tend to attract a lot of growth oriented, growth minded dentists and uh, it's just a blast to be in that environment. So um, thanks for coming and uh, thanks for, for pointing that out. Yeah, my pleasure, bud. So you're you are lucky enough to obviously you're you're not a dentist, just for the record, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Correct. So, but you're lucky enough to hang out with um, dentists, and I say that kind of smiling, big smile. You can't see it if you're listening to this audio. Lucky enough to hang out with a bunch of dentists, and and you're able to kind of hear some of the aches and pains that goes on along in the industry, as well as some of the successes. So, can you give kind of from a from a thirty thousand foot foot perspective. What do you see that's going on right now in the space? Yeah, well, uh, from, so I, I, I'm not a dentist, but I am with dentists all, all day, every day and talking to folks. On TV, I, right? I, I do. Yeah, I get mistaken for ones uh, often. But, um, you know, I kind of, cons- I'm very business focused, business minded. Um, I'm kind of a, a type A business person. And I, I consider myself kind of a liaison between dentists and, and the business world. I spent a lot of my time in the corporate world, large corporations. Um, and so from my perspective, um, you know, I've, I've talked to hundreds and hundreds of, of doctors in what we call the emerging market space. So this is uh, anyone with maybe two locations up to maybe 15 or 20 locations and different people have different ways mm-hmm. of, of looking at it. And um, so from, from what I think is happening, and, and I, don't, I don't think this is a bad thing at all, is I, I call it um, the idea of operationalizing. So the industry is consolidating for sure, meaning 10 years from now, there's instead of being, you know, 100,000 
uh, dentists or practices or however you want to uh, break it up, there'll be maybe uh, 100,000, 180,000 practices and um, maybe 20,000 companies amongst those practices. So yeah, right. people hear that and they, they think it's very scary. And we can talk about what I think is going to happen over there. But what's happening is um, practices are becoming real they're becoming good businesses, legitimate businesses. So it's not about how big, um, you know, it's, the industry consolidating is really not about that to me. It's about, you know, a, a location that was previously open two days a week, three hours a day. It's kind of a lifestyle business, which is a really good thing for that doc to now it's kind of um, the industry is going more towards cost and convenience for, for patients. And it's kind of the, the practice of becoming really well-run, oil, well-oiled machines that still create an awesome life for the dentist, but they're just really well-run businesses. That's kind of what I, the way I see things. And honestly, I hope it's, I hope we all start to, you know, keep creating really great businesses together. It's a great thing. Yeah. And I think that's the shift. I think dentistry was able, is able to live because it's so highly specified. It was able to live on an Island of like, well, that may be the way that business is done over here, but like, we don't really have to do that because we're dentists or we have a dental practice. It's just different. And now I think like, people and I, we talk about Craig and I talk about this a lot about just like big monster companies, the Facebooks, the Amazons, the Ubers, whatever have trained society that that's not the way it can be anymore. It has to be, you have to be able to hit the easy button, get the car here in five minutes, get the immediate day uh, delivery, you know, and dentistry isn't really there yet. And I think that's going to be what's going to be demanded psychologically from the dental consumer. So to your point, I think that consolidation, of the highly fragmented industry that dentistry is, is ripe because the consolidation allows for the easy button to be hit in dentistry because you have um, a lot of folks that are kind of contributing to that pot, if that makes any sense. Right. And I think yeah, that's I mean, there's, the norm. Yeah. There's, there's synergies that happen and you know, it's, it's, this can be done to me. I literally don't think about locations at all. Right. It's about um, how do I create efficiencies in a practice? How do I, you know, if you may be a dentist um, owner who wants to create a business, that's a four hour work week. Right. Mm-hmm. But you still have to create an awesome business to do that. You have to please the patient. You have to get good reviews. You know, you do all these things, right. It's all the same things. Right. Um, so to me, it's about being the, the um, control of your own destiny, whether you want one you know, $3 million practice that's on autopilot or uh, four locations at 2 million each. And you're wearing it every day and you've built this amazing team and it's got, it fulfills you, whatever you want it to be. It's about setting that vision forth and, and uh, achieving it. Yeah, I agree. And, and to your point, like, I think it's, you know, just having some, I think I hear a lot about like dentists talk about location, 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 just want to get more locations. And that is becomes the why because they think that is maybe the exit point for um, the exit point from, from a, from an equity conversion standpoint, right? Like, Oh, I can exit. And that, that's how I'll sell my practices through multiple locations. But sometimes the, um, a business is scaled that isn't ready to be scaled or shouldn't have been scaled because the flagship operation wasn't ready to go yet. Right. And so back to what you're saying is that it's still, there's still a meritocracy of no matter how big you become, you still have to be, have the chops to back it up from an operational standpoint, patient experience standpoint, systemization standpoint, all of that. Right. Um, And I think that, like I said, I think so much of the focus is going to, well, I'm just going to keep expanding. You know, I have a long runway of financial, you know, my bank said I could get, you know, a couple acquisitions here and and just kind of keep expanding. And then I'll just do a quick roll up and sell everything. And I think that's the, the myth that's going on right now in dentistry. 
hundred percent. So we actually do a lot. We have, we have some courses and things for folks that are just starting to think about this idea or then maybe they're a couple steps in. And one of the first things we talk about is, you know, how do you expand? How do you decide to expand? What does expansion look like? And I think the tendency is, oh, add another location, right? Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, um, there's a lot of juice, we say, you can squeeze out of your current location. And I would say even 75% of the time, that's your next best move. Right, right. Is is expanding your current? Like you may be able to add chairs, or maybe there's uh, you can knock down a wall. There's an office next to you, or there's more hours, more days, more more doctors, more procedures. Yeah, there's a lot of low hanging fruit before an operational expansion, meaning in in location and a duplicity of of functions, meaning another call center, more front desk. You know, like I have the situation going on where sometimes I question, like, man, I think you know, I have four four locations a century, four practices, and and it's great because I have distribution in my area, and I think that's the key. But sometimes I look at Craig's model, and you know, he has one thing all under one roof, thirteen thousand square feet, right? Consolidation under one roof, and he doesn't have to have duplicity of services. So there's pros and cons and you, and you can go back and forth. And I think that's why he and I have a great yin and yang is because we come from different spaces and we're, and we're passionate about where we are per se, right? In, in our mob, yeah. right? And there's, and, and there's many ways to do it, right? There's many ways to do it. And I think that is our point because I think so many people are looking for like, what's the formula? Like, what's the formula that I can either be successful or I can exit or I'll be able to sell my practice. And I don't think there, I don't, you know, unfortunately, I don't think there, there is one other than just making what you're doing the best it can be, whether that's procedures, whether that's patient experience, again, you know, making sure you have a super tight P&L because a lot of that's going to start influencing your exit and your valuation um, and just running a very tight business first. And then if you, if you've run out of runway and you can't, you know, you busted up the seams and, and, and you, and you have the, you have the bandwidth and the ability to, to, to scale, then yeah, do it. And you've done your market research that says, okay, this practice can support, you know, another practice can support it in this town, so to speak, right? I think there's a lot of, a lot of people that want to expand and they just, they, they go with their gut because they think it's a, a good place to go. And there's not a lot of research that's been done to back that up from a demographic standpoint, from, you know, there's just a whole lot going there. I know I just went down a rabbit hole, Jake. No, it's true. But it all goes into your wheelhouse, which is in, which is in expansion and entrepreneurial. And you probably see, you probably see, you know, the wins and the losses of maybe some of your members or the people or, or the people that you've been attached to. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, so given all of those variables, um, to me, it's really about instilling sound principles and thinking like an executive rather than, you know, you kind of got to the transition from a dentist thinking to an executive thinking. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, there's the method. There's, there's a lot of methods behind this. This stuff isn't like, we can really break it down into very simple parts. So there's this methodology as, as far as decision-making goes, it's called scrum methodology. It's like what technology companies use. And one of the biggest takeaways from that is that you don't need to decide what's next for the next 10 steps. You just need to decide the next one step and then reevaluate after that one step because all the variables change, right? You decide you want to do something, everything changes, and you need to reassess. So the way that relates is you don't need to decide how to expand. You just need to decide what your next best dollar is. Your, your next best dollar might be open two more hours a day. Just knock that out and then evaluate what's next. And so we really look at going through it methodically, bite-sized chunks, 
and just seeing right next to the bestsellers. It might be add specialties. It might be, um, who knows? It might be reduce. A lot of people want to go directly to reducing costs, but your next, next best dollar, you might stay at 7% overhead or, or 7% of supply costs, let's say. Right. And, and, but your next best dollar is to be open a little bit more. So it's just making small decisions and going one by one rather than everything. Yeah, I, I like that you that you say that might not be the thing because I think that's sometimes that's the knee jerk reaction when I when I talk about P and Ls with people it's like well just find ways to cut expenses and I'm like sometimes that's the answer, but sometimes the answer is just to raise top line revenue right that will fix a lot of problems and and you don't want to shrink your way to greatness, right exactly. like by like cutting your cotton rolls into like that's not what. I don't think an entrepreneurial mindset is. I think it's an abundance standpoint, not a scarcity standpoint. And I think, I think kind of that, is that kind of what you're saying, you know, in terms yeah, of it's, it's and, about, and, look, it's about and being abundantly, the right thinking, yeah, abundantly thinking towards yes. the next step. Yeah. It's about thinking the right way. And then the decisions become just a little bit more clear after that. There's this whole aspect of dealing with the devil on your shoulder and all the mental aspect of it too. But, uh, but yeah, it's about thinking like an executive and just kind of the, as the industry evolves, thinking more and more strategically like we're talking about. How much of you do you think in, for, from a dentist perspective, like I feel like dentists are a lot of um, obviously highly skilled, more engineer types, A type personalities that may or may not, may not have gotten the entrepreneurial gene or bug or whatever, like, but some of them want to go outside the box. And so how much of you think is a learned behavior or just kind of the DNA code that you kind of got from? Yeah, nature versus nurture, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have an assessment uh, on that we give and we help people kind of uh, figure that out for themselves. But, you know, I'm, I'm more of a, it can be learned kind of thing. I mean, uh, before dental school, we were all the same and we just took different courses, you know? And so I always think, I mean, if I had just taken different courses, I could easily be a dentist right now. And had some dentists taken different courses, they could easily be a business, you know? Really. Right. And, and a lot of our members are very business minded, but the key is it's not necessarily about being business minded. It's about knowing yourself and knowing what you are or not. And every business needs to have a really business-minded person in it. Mm-hmm. So if the dentist is not that person, then they need to be aware enough to, to hire those capabilities. Yeah, and or, or to step, step aside and stay in the lane that, you, you know, it's, it's like your highest and best use. Like yes. be very authentic with yourself and like, where's my highest and best use for the practice? If it's growing the business, stay in that lane. If it's prepping the teeth or enrolling the cases or doing Invisalign, whatever it is, stay in that lane. And you're right, hire for your inadequacies and we all have them. Shit. I know I have a, a ton, right? And so yeah. we hire awesome people. You know, my team supports where I kind of fall. And I, I love that you just, I love that you just said that. I yeah. Think, I mean, uh, yeah, go ahead. Jake. I was going to say, I mean, uh, a lot of people think mistakenly that they, in order to grow a business or grow larger, they have to be a spreadsheet or, you know, mm-hmm. numbers person. And it's just not true. We have members that don't look at spreadsheets at all. If you look at Richard Branson, he's dyslexic. Does he hates numbers, hates all spreadsheets. Um, you know, we I can all take lessons. Yeah. And so you don't have to be that kind of person. You just have to know where you're deficient and, and how to hire those people. He just gets the briefing from the guy who's the wizard. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's, so we have, we have a hundred members um, and all of our members are either one location looking at getting their second location. A lot of them get that going in the first 12 months uh, and up to um, 15 or 20 locations even so our members are always adding new locations and uh, really you look at revenue wise, it would be anywhere from probably 2 million up to about 30 million. Um, and there's different setups in all of those businesses. This is why I've completely moved away from the blueprint and the formula thing, because I've seen it work in all different ways that there's just, there's some really type a really nitty gritty, really operational entrepreneurs. And then there's some who are the complete opposite and they're the same size. I mean, how do you explain yeah. that? Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think what's cool. And you're saying like, I heard you say we a couple of times, I'm thinking of your group kind of in a collective mastermind situation. And I think that is hands down the most powerful environment. And I have to say that for, for me in my career, it's not, it hasn't always been that way. Meaning that like masterminds weren't a very, very popular place, or maybe I just wasn't invited to any at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's a lot more mastermind, a lot more transparency, a lot more authentic sharing. Uh, I feel like a lot more abundant thinking where people are like, you know, they're giving their special sauce and secrets because it's not this, like, it's only mine and I'm going to keep this IP to all to myself. Um, so I love to hear that you've got, you're nurturing an environment of entrepreneurial people where there's a support system, whether you're quote unquote, you've mastered the expansion of the entrepreneurial aspect or you're, you're, you're first in your journey. Um, and you have, and you have a supportive mastermind, you know, uh, a tribe, if you will, of, of like-minded folks. And I think that's super powerful and important to have if you are wanting to go on this journey, because it's kind of a scary place. And one in which I feel like in this day and age, you really shouldn't be meaning with so much competition going on consolidation, all this stuff. I, I feel like it's, you, you, you don't have as much, uh, margin for error to making some mistakes. Like I've made a bunch of mistakes. I've had a lot of accelerated learning in my career, Jake, by just, you know, like, Oh, I'm just going to throw something against the wall marketing wise and see if it sticks. And I, looking back, I'm like slap myself. Like, I think like that was so irresponsible. I feel like now that there's just a tighter amount of competition in a good way, but I feel like it's, you have to really be smart because there's people that are now dentist owners, bear with me for a second. Now we have business minded types that weren't trained in dentistry in dentistry because of DSOs. So they're like laser focused on business and, and right. Like how to be a, 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 you know, how to be a boss essentially. And we just don't have the, and it wasn't the case in dentistry years ago when I was saying, I was just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing if it'll stick, you know, and I won sometimes and I lost sometimes, but it was accelerated learning. I feel like it's super important to have the environment that you're describing so that you can learn from the mistakes of others, because I don't think we have that um, ability to make, make those copious mistakes because it's a flooded market with people who are just bosses. That makes sense. Yeah. hundred. I mean, yes, you, you need kind of every advantage uh, you can get. Every advantage you can get. Yes. Yeah, that's and a, that's this is a huge one, right? If you can talk to somebody, which, I mean, I can give you a million examples, but uh, just recently, you know, uh, implementing a benefits package. So one of our members uh, wanted to implement a full benefits package and he talked to 15 other members, saw that they all did it completely different. And then he mixed together the best of what he liked, what worked for him, where he was at, and he mixed his own. But um if you didn't have those people to talk to, I don't, I don't know where you'd begin. You know, I don't know how you would, you'd have to make the mistakes. Well, you get on, you know, unfortunately you get on, you get on Facebook groups and you go on, on groups like that, that may or may not be authentic. Um, no, no, you don't really know. You don't, yeah. you don't know if that person has the chops to be giving you that advice. Um, you know, like everyone's get, you know, opinions are kind of like, well, you know, everyone has one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like so, that, and I'm not saying that, that it shouldn't be a place where you can freely share, but, but, it's nice to be in a group where you know someone doesn't have an agenda of just like, oh, I just want to be heard. Like they actually have your best interest in mind because you're part of a, the tribe or that mastermind. So I love that. I, I guess my point is not just your group and whatever. I just love that that, that masterminds are um, a thing because I think there's strength in numbers and whatever that's going to mean to you. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Craig Spodak from the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast and I am super fired up to talk to you guys about our summit 
happening October 12th and 13th at the beautiful St. Regis Hotel in Atlanta. This is the opportunity to learn everything we've accumulated over the last 20 years of dentistry and business management. We're leaving it all on the table. There's nothing to sign up for afterwards. This is just two days of intense learning and mastermind sessions. We strongly encourage you to bring someone in your office that's a stakeholder, not just an employee, but someone that's actually following you and treats your business as their own. Because if you come back from this thing all fired up and you don't have your first follower or someone to help implement, it's gonna be very difficult. So once again, October 12th and 13th at the beautiful St. Regis Hotel in Atlanta. Registration is filling up very, very quickly and the tickets are almost sold out. So go to bulletproofdentalpractice.com forward slash summit and reserve your spot today. See you soon, people. And I know there's a, there's a vulnerability going on right now in dentistry as the solo practitioner. And I don't know if you hear about it as much as I do, but I have a lot of listeners uh, to the podcast that, that will, you know, they express those fears of this quote unquote, this corporate takeover and this mass consolidation. And what does that mean for me? Um, so anyway, I just, I, I just love that. I just love, I'm sorry. I'm kind of, I'm kind of ranting on a little, on a little bit. No, but. it's good. No, I, I mean, I, so a little bit about the DO it's, it's based on a mastermind format. If anyone uh, any of your listeners are familiar with YPO or EO or Visage yep. or these kind of organizations, it's, um, it's inspired in that realm, but for dentistry, um, and we really focus on um, three things, grow yourself, grow your people, grow your business. So first thing we do is turn the mirror around and, and have everyone look at themselves and where, where they're coming from. Because that is the key to, to all of this growth, right? Is it starts with the, with the entrepreneur. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm, masterminding is incredible. It's done so much for me and that's what we're trying to bring to dentistry. I think we're really lucky in this industry that people, at least where we kind of hang out in the corners that we hang out, um, people are collaborative. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty incredible that you can go to a business in your same situation and have them share. We were um, just on our Facebook recently talking about redo policies and somebody showed their exact policy and exactly how they handle it all. And it was like amazing, right? And to have that is, we're, we're lucky, I think, in this industry. Yeah, it's like what a consultant back in the day would have charged thousands of thousands of dollars just got deployed kind of free of charge for just, you know, paying it forward, if you will, right? And yeah. um, I think that's, I think that's a, a cool thing. So you have a, you have a Facebook group um, for, for your members. Like, I'm guessing it's a closed group. Yes, it's a closed group. Um, we have a lot of events um, for, you know, for our members only. For example, we have a really cool event coming up in a few months, a uh, members event where some of our members are presenting their business plans to a panel of investors, kind of like a, a Shark Tank style event. Dental Shark and the, Tank. Yeah, and it's really, we had a, we so had a last. So this only to, this event that's coming up in uh, November, I'm guessing, is only to, for members? The, so the, the event November, which I, which I can tell you about too, that's open to the whole industry. Uh, oh. But this, this event, the Shark Tank style event is in, is in um, October. It's for members only. But, oh, uh, it's in Dallas, right? Yeah, the, the, the November the one. Shark Tank Dallas. one. The Shark oh, Tank okay. one's in I'm Minneapolis. No, I'll, I'll clear it up for you for sure. Sorry, now I've totally confused our audience. Dave, about your, uh... <laughs> Luckily, I'm here to, to help. So, uh, so we have member events similar to the Shark Tank style event where we get a really deep look. And during those events, we do a lot of masterminding and sharing and getting to know each other. So a lot of events, we have a back-end portal with rec- a lot of recordings and 
a lot of help in that way. And, and our main job is to connect people that come in our, into our organizations and connect them with the ideas, the people, the resources they need. Um, and, and we, we talk to, you know, all consultants, all the kind of gurus of our space. And we, we have relationships with all of them, but we're that kind of, we want to be that kind of central spot to, of connection. Um, so that's the membership, but yes, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned the, the November event. We do have large events as well. Like the event you talked about in June, uh, we mm-hmm. have another industry wide event, which is for a lot of your listeners uh, where very, I think very interestingly, we're going to explore if you are building a group or thinking about building a group, or even if you're in a solo situation, what are your options? You can either build something yourself, you can either sell your business, or you can partner. And then there's two people, two kind of groups you can partner with. You can partner with other DSOs, mm-hmm. or you can partner with other dentists, kind of, I guess, uh, or you can partner with private equity. So in this event in November in Dallas, November 1st and 3rd, we're going to really explore all those options. And we're going to do it through our lens, which is through experience shares. So we're going to find dentists who have done each of those, who have sold, who have partnered, who have decided to build. You'd be a build one. You've built wow. a Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm bummed I'm going to miss that. I mean, really, now that, now that I've heard you really talk about the context of what's going to happen, that yeah, is that uh, be- massively powerful because you'll hear a lot of perspectives on even even perspectives in hindsight, I'm guessing. I'm hearing you say right. Like, oh we, yeah, I, we ask the whole. You know, I get the real deal. Um, wow. We 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 try to have um, really. We're trying to stay agnostic, you know, and so therefore, I don't have a any, you know people to answer to. I can get in the real the real deal, you know, the real stories, and um, so it's. I'm incredibly excited, and and what I think you'll find is there are options out there for if solo docs are feeling the squeeze and they're feeling a lot of pressure, if, whether it's in, hopefully it's, if it's true, right? Some of it's just in people's heads and they're right. actually fine. They're doing right. great. You know, I'm like, hey, you're doing yeah, fine. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, but if they're in a competitive area, they're feeling the squeeze. Um, there are options. There are options to partner. There are, there are other options out there that, that um, five years ago, people may not have believed were good options, but they're starting to be good options. And I'm excited to get that, that idea in the marketplace for, for some folks. Yeah, and and just bringing awareness to it, I think that's that's a massive uh, massive value to going to someone like yours. Even if you even if it's three four years down the road, just kind of opening your mind's eye to what is possible and hearing like I remember that story about you know that doc over in San Francisco and you know I think it's just that there's there's limitless power with with just hearing anecdotal stories about stuff people that that have gone on in in, in our shoes. It's, um, it's to me, it's the most powerful thing that everyone in your audience can do is, is hear other stories of folks that were in their position, mm-hmm. what happened, the good, the bad, the, the great, the ugly, all of it, you know, and, and just share true information with each other. Tell me how you got hooked up. I, Cause I know that, that I want to talk about Mark Cooper for a little bit, cause he's highly known in the, in the industry and he's massively connected. And I know he was kind of the, the principal or the founder, I guess, of DEO, correct? Yes. Yes, okay. he was. And so you've taken the reins. Um, but tell me, how did you get, how did you get connected? Cause obviously he's a dentist. How did you yeah. get connected to in, into this space? Well, so I, I had a, a company previously, a dental marketing company um, called okay. Firing Dental Marketing. So at that time I was reaching out to folks uh, to help co-promote our book and he happened to be in Portland. So um, he was kind of deciding what to do with the rest of his career. You know, he's, been in the industry a long time. He's one of the cornerstone folks in the industry. And uh, he had this kind of little part of his business called the DEO. And as we talked a lot about it, 
um, I kind of saw that it was just an incredible group of people. It was about 20 people in the, in the group at that time. And they were just amazing people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mark, you know, I think we have something here. Why don't, um, you know, at the time I was transitioning out of my, my former uh, marketing company. I said, look, I think I'm going to be free. Why don't we team up and see what we can do? So we, we teamed up. And the thing that attracted me most to Mark is um, he, he cares about deep down, you know, what's most important here is ourselves. And mm-hmm. not, not, not as far as like our own interests, but working on ourselves, developing ourselves, achieving our own potential. Mm-hmm. That's what Mark's all about. He does it. It's kind of like dentistry is kind of a guise for him. Mm-hmm. But really, when he works with you, he makes you a better person. Mm-hmm. And underneath it all, that's what the DEO is all about. And that's what attracted me to him. So, so we, we kind of built this group together. Now I said, like I said, it's 100, 100 members. We have all kinds of events and everything. But deep down, it's about working with amazing people and, and improving ourselves together. Yeah, and a support group, you know, for, for this this place that, you know, uncertain times, uncertain things going on. It's a it's a nice it's a nice place to have a kind of a support system for, for whatever level you're at. Um yeah, so anyone everyone I would encourage you to uh to check it out, DEO, check out the summit, check out the organization. I've been to an event so I can I can vouch to the highest degree that I was blown away and had a lot of massive uh massively valuable connections and learned a tremendous amount. Um, so anyway, man, I'm just, I really, the purpose of today was just bringing, uh, you know, bringing you on. I wanted to get your insight because you've, you, you, you're touched by so many dentists, so to speak, and really just bring awareness to the organization. Cause I think it offers a lot of value to, to, um, especially to this kind of podcast where people are looking to grow. It's not a clinical podcast where they're looking to either grow or expand or just kind of double down on what they've got. Um, and so I think it's the right audience. So I'm, I'm glad to bring awareness and you're, you're, you're one of the good guys. So I'm glad to do it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I just want your audience to know, I mean, I probably live in a little bit of a different world than, than most solo docs. I mean, I can just say that um, the future really is bright, believe it or not. I know people don't feel that way always, um, but this is, uh, there are a lot of great options and people are finding their way and yeah. it's, it's all moving in a, in a positive direction. And I know people hear that and they're like, who is this guy? And this is- No, actually no we say, well, well, maybe not to this podcast, disagree, but Craig and I actually will say, I, I contend, you know, you've been doing this 20 years. I contend it's the greatest time to be practicing dentistry because of the most opportunities, the most advancements in the technology. I mean, there's, there's so many options. Whereas before it was like this linear path in dentistry yeah. and this is what's going to happen. You're going to work. And now there's like all these tributary like options and you can either take them or not, but it doesn't mean that you're, it's not a success and a failure. It's just, it's just options. They're just options. Exactly. And I, and I, I agree with you, Jake. I think, I, I think it's a, a very exciting time. And if, and if you don't think it's an exciting time or a scary time, it's, it's a, then, you know, it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy and it's a mindset shift. You just got, you got to shift and say, wow, maybe it's not so scary. Maybe I can loop up. Like you're saying, maybe I can merge with this office down the street and then we can be, the town badass practice that is going to be, you know, resistant to any kind of corporate influence that's going to come that I was scared of. Like it's, it's sometimes it can be just that simple. Exactly. So I would say as a first step, and this is not me like promote, but I would come to an event of ours and just feel the, the vibe and, and you'll, you'll have a mindset shift of just like, Oh, okay. Like there's a lot of people out there doing like, you meet some of the folks that have 10, 20, 30 practices. Like, wow, really that there's there's so many possibilities here you know so yeah, and some of them you'd be like well wait a second if you did that man i can exactly. do that too because <laughs> that happens all the time right yeah, yeah. like golly yeah. i could do, if you did 30 i could do 50 i'm just 50 i'm just kidding, yeah. I'm kidding. i mean it's, it's true though your your uh, limiting beliefs kind of crumble when you're around other folks you know yeah. so, 
awesome. I'm a big believer. So thanks so much. I, I really Man, appreciate I, it. My pleasure, buddy. I, I know you got a lot going on, so I'll cut it short, but we're going to put a lot of the, 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 the things that we spoke about. Can you give a uh, URL for the, to the best place for people to find? Is it? Yeah. So, so actually, um, if you go to dodentalgroup.com slash events, but I will tell you, um, I haven't told my team this yet, but let's do a, uh, let's do a discount code for your membership or okay. for your, your um, audience. All right. Let's just say bulletproof. Um, we'll get that set up and I think we'll do maybe a hundred dollars off of a okay. registration nice. for the, so no, we'll do for the that, no member uh, registration. That'll be the promo code in the registration. Yeah, nice. bullet, bullet don't forget That's to cool. tell, don't forget to tell your admin team to make sure that gets implemented because I don't want to deal with any hate mail from that. <laughs> no, I will. I I'm, out. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, no, I, I have been known to do that, but I will tell them this time. All right. Bull bulletproof for sure. The code will work. But bulletproof the code. Got it. Well, Jake, man, over and out. I know you're a busy dude and I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you dropping some value on us today. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time, pal. All right. Appreciate it. All right, man. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Please rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast source. Check out BulletproofDentalPractice.com for video interviews and text BULLETPROOF to 345-345 to stay connected to us for special announcements. Have a great day.